This is Sky, and this is Raina, and, and we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories, to revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Sky. And I'm Raina. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, Raina convinced me to extend the season. I personally was happy with just the few we were offering. But she said, no, let's just, let's add a few more. Let's talk about flex. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we got to talk about flexing. Like, when you get to a point in your life, do you flex? What's your opinion on that? And we had very different opinions. And she said, let's make it an episode. I'm like, listen, Raina, I don't want to fight with you on air. I love you, and I don't want to go down like this. But she said, I'll guide the conversation. I'll ask the questions. Let's talk about flex. And with doing this, we're going to incorporate some life changes that have been going on because <clears throat> if you have been living under a rock, you know, <laughs> your girl been shining lately. So uh, we're going to talk about some of the things happening in our lives. I'm going to toss the ball to you, Raina. Get into flex. Hopefully I like this episode by the end of it. I'm feeling <laughs> I'm I'm feeling torn right now. No, so, no, no. We're good. We're good. We're just sober. That's the only reason she's saying that. Sober. Um, I'm always sober. What do, you, what do you mean? In your words, yeah. what does it mean to flex? See, this is where we disagree. I don't know if I'm jaded or tainted. When I think flex, uh, it's almost never positive. When I think flex, I think of people being motivated by stunting or shitting on others. Now, mm, granted, when okay. we had a conversation, you know, you had a different perspective. But and, and I'm trying to broaden my horizons here. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm open to discussions. But it's just when I think flex, I think of somebody getting a $600 check, taking it to Wells Fargo to get all <laughs> ones, putting it online and being like, you're all broke. That's what uh, I think okay. of with flex. When I think of flex, I think of people being like, you could never, bitch. That's what I think of. And so when people go, you ready to flex? I'm like, ah, it's just not where I am right now. Let me ask you this. Oh, here she go. Do you have any certain or one certain artist that when you hear the word flex, you think of them? I think of, no disrespect, I think of like a Floyd Mayweather throwing money. Like, okay. This is a flex. Okay. Like I think of a lot of money and and flaunting a lot of wealth. For me, when I think okay. of flex, which was interesting, interesting when we discussed it, I think of wealth. I mm -hmm. don't really think of uh, accomplishments in like a positive way. I just think of people tossing money in your face like you're mm -hmm. broke as fuck. Okay. And I just don't like that energy all the time. I get it. Sometimes, you know, I'm on my cocky shit. I get it. But I don't I don't really post that. And I don't I don't ever want anybody to look at where I am in my journey and feel bad. Okay. I like for them to feel inspired. Mm -hmm. So personally, I'm very conscious of... Cautious? Cautious? <laughs> Uh-oh. Conscious. Conscience or cautious or both? Both. Great. Thank you. She's the smart one. If you're just tuning in, she is the author. I'm the one with the high school education. Okay. So I'm very cautious of how I promote my wins Okay. Because I never want somebody to feel like I'm rubbing it in their face in 
a negative way or okay. in a way that's just, oh, like, just sit down. You don't have to, you know. When I think of flex. Talk to me. And I relate it to a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I always think Nipsey Hussle. Really? Yeah, I always think he loved to live the good life, but he hustled every moment of every day to live so comfortably. Okay, run it back. What does flex mean to you? Because we have this combo. (laughs) So to me, I feel like (sighs) celebrating. I feel like flex is a celebration of all of your hard work. Wow. So when I think flex or when when I pertain it to myself and I'm like, yeah, I flex or yeah, I will flex or yeah... I think that flexing is cool. I'm thinking of the aspects of like, oh, she works hard every single day of the week. She deserves to be on that yacht on Saturday. But is flexing partially public to you? It is. It's like a public celebration. Well, it can can be a public celebration, but it can also be within like your friend group. Me and my friends are finna flex. Like I'm finna put us on this bus or I'm finna take us to Mexico. Like I'm a flex on us for us. But that flexing for you... Oh, I had a hiccup. Let me get some of that air out. Okay, there it goes. There we go. For you, flexing can still be in private? Or you feel like you go to Mexico, you post the photo, and then it's like, yeah, bitch, me and my girl's on a yacht. I feel like it's such, to me personally, I'm such a private person that I correlate it with privacy. For example, like if my dude just bought a brand new 67 Mustang, he's not posting it online, but when he's writing it or he's like inside of it, fixing it up, whatever, I'm like, that's a flex. Wow. Even though nobody in the world knows he has it or where I live, like I'm like, damn, this is a flex. Like I'm living good. Wow. I don't ever look at it like I'm going to be braggadocious. I look at it in a good in good spirits and in a good light. This feels good. I can celebrate my wins. I can celebrate my life. Wow. That's what flex is to me. So if anyone was to say like, oh, she's, well, nobody could say that I'm always flexing because I don't always flex. But if I was to be flexing, I could say in the public atmosphere on social media, if anybody ever was to say, damn, Raina's always flexing. I would say they're probably, they would probably relate it to the fact that I'm always posting that I have new projects that I'm doing. Like, damn, Raina's always doing something. Like, she's always letting us know what she's doing. I have to, though, because I'm a public figure and I make money off. Oh, excuse me, bitch. I like when you talk your (laughs) shit. Okay. I mean, it's true, though. Like, it's like, I can't say, oh, fourth book without it seeming like a flex to certain people. Whoa, 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 whoa. If whoa. they're triggered by it, they're triggered by it. Whoa, but it's whoa, like whoa. I put in all the work to get to this point. So yeah, I'm a flex that I have four books. <gasps> you know I like when you talk your shit, Raina. When you talk nasty, Raina. She said, yeah, I'm gonna flex if I have four books because I did the work. See, I wish I had a little bit more of that. You know? I really do. For me, I get so uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm unpacking. Uh-oh. <gasps> I've realized why I don't like flexing. Why? Oh my gosh. This is a real realization. I mean, in current fucking time. (laughs) My fear has always been Mm -hmm. people associating my success by being born into a successful family. 
So I am afraid to promote too many wins because I think my fear is people thinking I didn't earn it. Mm. I don't like bringing attention to too many of my wins because mm. I just feel like they're going to pull my credit You don't even me. want the energy. I don't even want the energy. I'd rather show the hard work over the flex. Like I'd rather show the audition I didn't get for you to see the real process than, than the show that I have. Wow. It's very weird. I like to kind of keep the attention off the wins because I don't want to hear, oh, she only got that because of this. I'd rather you mm. just... I don't know. For me, I, I just, when I think of flex, it's never been positive. Yeah. That's why when I heard this topic, I'm like, Ugh, I'm not feeling that. But in, in your, you know, in your head, you're saying, no, flexing is I worked really hard. I earned mm -hmm. this. And it's okay if I want to show it off. But in my head, I'm like, no, 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 don't show off anything. Don't show off anything. It's just so weird. Yeah, I've I've noticed that about you. Because even uh, if you go, <laughs> even uh -oh. if you do go on vacation, you're like, I don't know if I want to post this. Or yeah. I want to keep this in my phone. This is a private memory. Yeah. Whereas like... If I'm on a cruise or if I'm in Mexico, like, yeah. I'm posting every moment of it. I'm showing y'all the cabin I'm in. I want to show that because I want y'all to see this is my everyday life. This is this is what I work hard for. I work hard for these memories. Wow. Me, I don't have jewelry. Me and you both. Yeah. We don't own jewelry like that. I don't own really anything expensive. All the expensive yeah. things that I do have, I was gifted by the person I'm with. So <gasps> I heard that. <laughs> so, but like for myself, within myself, I don't spend money on material things unless it's for my son. But as far as me, like what I will spend money on, I'm like, yeah, we going to Hawaii. I'm going to spend my money on that. On an or experience. On an experience because I feel like I deserve it. I feel like I've worked... We we've been talking about this. This entire pandemic, I have we have not sat down. No. At all. We've been working every single day. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. Every single day. So yeah, we deserve a vacation and yeah, we're gonna post a picture about it. See, see, I'll take the trip, but then I'll be like, shh, I'm just gonna Like I was in Turks and Caicos and I never posted a photo. I didn't understand that. I was like, what is she doing? I, I mean, I guess right now times are a little shaky. There's so many things attached to it. Yeah. But I've always been this way, though. You've always been this way. And we're both private people. So it's natural to not post much. Wow. Maybe. But I definitely post more than you. Yeah. Watch my whole Instagram turn into like a <laughs> flex zone. And it's ignorant. And I'm tossing money asses next to my head. I'm about to wild out. I've been I've been humble for way too long. Oh man. Yeah. Oh shit. Going to the next question, mama. I'm juice now. What's your biggest achievement to date? Oh, thank you for asking, sweetheart. Well, I I consider this, I won't say my biggest, but I consider this podcast my biggest achievement as far as like spiritual work or sharing myself mm -hmm. um, because this gets very personal and I think I'm so proud of us sharing ourselves but the way we've been received because we could mm -hmm. share ourselves and people be like yeah they're really vulnerable but I just don't like them bitches yeah we're really keeping it a hundred percent and people are like wow I see their hearts. I love that. Through us speaking into a microphone, which is incredibly powerful. If you yeah. think about it, we sit in a room. Let me, you know, let me set the mood for you guys if you're new here. We sit across each other with water bottles and a candle and a little table. We have microphones, headphones. We're staring at each other in this intimate setting, having a conversation. And from that, it's like magic, like dragon tails. 
little musical <laughs> notes coming from our mouths. And I'm so proud of the fact that we have both created a platform that allows our spirits to shine yeah. because I'm an actress. I, I lie for a living, right? Yeah. So you don't know the real me if you watch a show. You're like, this is what they told her to do. This is uncut, unfiltered, oh, yeah. who the fuck we are. We're in full creative control. And so this, I think, as far as spiritually, this is my biggest accompli- accomplishment accomplishment there you go baby (laughs) accomplishment as far as this side of of my life as far as entertainment uh well i just recently finished the first season of a show on hbo and uh, i'm incredibly proud of it it's sketch comedy it's called a black lady sketch show created by robin Thede, produced by Issa ray um for the first season i played 25 different characters and i think you know, what's interesting, and I had this realization the other day, a lot of people who are actors look back at the early things in their career and they're mortified. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, I did this scary movie in 1999. Don't watch it. Oh my God, I was on the sitcom. It was terrible. For this to be my first big gig yeah. on a platform this large, not like I'm on a crazy, shitty sitcom where I'm like, y'all, no, 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 no. Yeah. This is nothing I have to be humiliated by. As an actor, that's huge. Mm -hmm. That I didn't have to have a career filled with shit that I am mortified by. Right. You know? But in the same, I grew up loving SNL, Carol Mm -hmm. Burnett, Dave Chappelle, and Living Color. So to be on a platform where I am now creating my own characters and they have their own legacy, whether it's, you know, I play a singer and they decided to drop the song under Issa's label radio, it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm creating my legacy in real time. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's absolutely just the beginning. I feel like a baby in this industry, 100%. But I look and uh, it all got very real for me when the billboards started popping up Mm -hmm. around the city because I was like, wow. (laughs) I remember driving by Sunset as a little girl, my head out the window and seeing these huge faces on billboards. And now you're telling me there's 15 around the city and my head's on all of them? Like, that's crazy. And so so for me, that's been the biggest accomplishment for me is uh, is seeing the hard work pay off because, yeah. and, and I've spoke about it very openly in a lot of the interviews I've done lately, is I auditioned 600 times mm-hmm. prior to booking this show. Mm-hmm. Now, you know this. You've mm-hmm. seen me just, shit, the night before, oh, I have two auditions tomorrow. I got to memorize 18 pages. I'm so tired. Yeah. You've seen the hustle, but I think a lot of people, you know, just new talent pops up out of nowhere. They cheer for them and they have no idea of the journey. So for me, yeah, I'm proud of myself for finally getting on a major series when I auditioned 600 times. So I would absolutely say that's my biggest accomplishment is to finally get to somewhat of a finish line, but also the starting line at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just finally getting in the door. So I'm a newbie. <laughs> it's like I'm, I, I was just born basically. Yeah. No, my, for yeah. this is the beginning. This is just the beginning. This but the beginning. for me auditioning for a full decade and going into 600 auditions, memorizing, becoming the character, the voices, the accents, how they look, whatever. I'm like, damn, this is a hell of a win to finally get to somewhere. Does it ever get easier? Memorizing, <sighs> studying? I think memorizing gets easier, but the disappointments just shift, right? Okay. Because first you're you're begging to get an agent okay. as an actor. Okay. Then you get an agent. So the disappointment shifts. Then you just are dying to get in the room. Just let me get an audition. I just want to audition. I'll be happy with that. Mm -hmm. Then you get an audition, but you get up for the role. You're like, oh, oh shit. Okay, I'm hopping steps. Different disappointment if I don't get it. Then, you know, you start, 
you know, getting the roles, but then it's like you you get to a different space in your career where now you're up against the people you looked up to. So you keep jumping these steps, but there's always competition. And mm-hmm. that's what makes it difficult on your brain is you're constantly competing with people for spots. Now, granted, yeah, I'm my only competition, whatever. But no, I'm going up against other people for parts that I want. And so, yeah, I do have competition. See, my thing is, I mean, obviously I'm not an actor, so it's very hard to wrap my ra- my brain about around certain things. The hardest for me is, okay, you just memorized 18 pages of something. I personally have never memorized two pages of anything. So you do that and then you get to a certain point where you're up against someone and then you don't get the job. And then tomorrow you have to focus on another 10 pages of of something else. That to me is insane. Like I have no idea how you do that. Yeah. I have no idea how your brain has the capacity to <laughs> memorize these things. It it doesn't. I have to literally force myself. I think that's the part of of being an actor that people don't realize. It's it doesn't just flow easy to me. No, I record the other person's lines cuz I don't want to be a burden or ask somebody else to read with me and I just go back and forth with myself for hours. So if if the conversation is hi, how are you? I'm good and you? I'll record hi. I'm good. That's awesome. Where are you going? Oh, right now? I'll play that and talk to myself for hours. It is, is so not is. fun. And mind you, I'm doing it all the time. Yeah. 600 auditions? Daily. Daily. Sometimes two, three times a day. Hell yeah. So <laughs> maybe I do need the flex book in this fucking show. God dang. Yeah, I'm talking to myself for hours. People are like, I could never. I'm like, no, trust me. After three hours of hearing your own voice, you start to remember that after this line comes this, after this comes this, when he says this, that's the alley-oop for this. You start to piece together almost like math. Like you you know what's coming next. It's very strange. Your brain taps into a different space. But um, but memorizing is not fun. Then on top of that, you know, on this season, me playing 25 different people, mm-hmm. you got to remember everybody's vibe. So That's what I was going to ask. Okay, this is something I've always wondered yeah. From a kid till now. Yeah. When you're on set mm-hmm. and those cameras are going, mm-hmm. do you, does everybody remember all of their lines? No. No. So what do you do in that case? You waste a lot of money. <laughs> okay. So here's my thing. The night before, you better know all your fucking lines. Sometimes on set, a setup can take four hours. Okay. And then to film it, you have 25 minutes. So oh, wow. you might have five takes to do it max. If you mess up three takes because you don't know your line, time is money. You are now affecting this entire crew who waited four hours to set up this one shot. Lighting, cameras, mics, this, that. The hardest part about being an actor is not what you actually do. It's a lot of waiting, kicking your feet up, and snacking on set. Mm -hmm. The hard part is when they say, ah, we're really behind on time. Sky, we need you to get this monologue in one fucking take. And you're like, what? You need to be so prepared that you can go under pressure. So it isn't long, crazy hours. No, the crew works harder than me. Absolutely. Wow. I can say that. But the point is, is... You know, one day I had to wait 15 hours to report to set. When I reported, they said, you have one take to get this right. Now, that's now my permanent career. I can't fumble this one take. So the amount of pressure and delivering, that is the difficult part. But if you mess up the lines, you're pissing off the whole crew who just took four hours to set this up for you to come in and shine. So for me, I personally don't believe in showing up and not knowing. That's why bloopers exist. Sometimes it's funny and it's cute. Most of the time it is not. If you don't know your line and it's clear that you had four hours as we set up to look these over, but you was on your phone... 
Why are you wasting our time? So for me, I, I report to set respecting everybody else's time mm-hmm. because being unprofessional is not cute. It's it's right. not funny. It's your reputation just spreads like wildfire. Oh, she she didn't even know her shit after we set up for six hours, that little bitch. You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, a lot of people show up to set and are like, oh, God, in the middle of the take. What, line? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going? But you're already <laughs> out of it. You know, yeah. you're already out of it. So um, once you fuck up once, yeah. twice, your confidence just keeps going lower, co- lower and lower. lower and lower. Yeah. And there's there's 60 people watching you waiting to go to lunch for you to get it right. It's a lot of pressure, but be prepared, you know. And so so, yeah, it's a lot of just nonstop preparation. And then you hurry up, you wait and you deliver. So yeah. let me ask you this. How do your parents respond to your achievements? <laughs> uh my dad wow such a fan <laughs> bless his heart he he would ask for an autograph daily if he could and i would <laughs> give it to him just cuz he's so adorable uh no my dad is absolutely blown away but i've i've kind of had this realization as well lately with doing interviews as they ask how proud are you uh, how proud are your parents when they watch you and i go you know i think that they're very proud of the work that i'm doing yes but i think they're prouder knowing that they don't have to worry about me being in the spotlight they don't have to worry about how i'm carrying myself mm-hmm. um they're prouder that i've maintained a level of kindness through all of this. Mm. I think if I just became this little asshole who was flexing all the time, uh, I think they'd be like, ew, God, this has really changed her. But <laughs> I think what they're proudest of is, damn, like she has her head on her on her shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. And she really treats people right and she shows up on time and she's respectful of everybody around her. This is really amazing that she's found a balance because mm-hmm. in Hollywood, a lot of people don't. Yeah. They're like, uh, fuck you, you need me and I'm going to be rude as hell. So I don't know what it is about... The fame, the money. I do get why some people snap. I do. Well, yeah, that part. But I don't understand why you get to a point where you feel like you need the hose. You need valet. You need, like, I don't, uh, like, certain things, yes, you need security, obviously. Once you get to a certain level, you can't go to the grocery store alone. But I don't understand why certain people get to a point where it's like, I need 10 chains. Or... Okay, I could get into this. Okay. I could get into this. This Let's get into why I don't like flexing or the okay. side that I don't because okay. I've seen that up close as well. I think before you get anything amazing in this life, tons, tons of whatever you've ever wanted, all your wildest dreams, the money you've wanted, the vacations, whatever – if your spirit is off, mm-hmm. it's going to be this like black hole that you just cannot fill. Mm-hmm. And I have watched up close and personal a lot of, you know, my industry friends or guys that I know or people I've dated try to fill this black hole with with goodies. And it's like they truly feel like if I buy enough chains, mm-hmm. it'll feel good eventually. Okay, what? maybe six didn't do it. All right, maybe that new watch, that new watch, because y'all can't afford that new watch. It'll feel good. Their spirits, it's though it's a hole, the whole sucking up everything that they're purchasing. Wow. Oh man, if I post all this money, all the guys who bullied me like when I was younger, nothing is filling that hole though because the spirit started out rotten. So right. it's like a rotten apple that you keep gluing rhinestones on. Right. The shit stinks. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> damn, there's worms in this motherfucker. I don't care how shiny it is. Yeah. But they buy it and I've seen it firsthand. I've watched a man do this wow. before where he's like, oh man, I feel like shit today. But you seen that new AP come out? I'm like that that's gonna make you feel good, baby. Yeah, it is. Or you know what? I, I'm not feeling good. I want to go to Louis Vuitton. Like they're they gonna look at me like I can't afford it. Fuck them. I'm gonna buy it all, baby. <laughs> this is not the win you think it is. That's right. the flexing that I am turned off by. Okay. Or 
I look at my, you know, industry friends who I know are sad, Mm -hmm. but it's so important for them to look rich. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not feel good, not be happy, not go to therapy. No, fuck all that. Who cares? (laughs) I want to look rich. And so flexing has really turned me off because of a lot of my experiences because it's a lot of people buying things they don't need because they're sad. Yeah. And so maybe I just am not used to seeing people flex who like themselves (laughs) or have a good spirit because a lot of people are like, oh, you think I'm short? Fuck you. Look at this watch, man. And I'm like, yeah, but like if you're sad about being short, you're still going to wake up short even though you have $400,000 on your wrist. So I get Uh, it. I get it. But I just think. the worst types. Yeah. Like we've we've spoken to men who've cussed us out because we're not interested or you you know, you know, you're talking to bitch. I'm like, tell me, daddy, who am I talking to? So I. I think I think I've seen so many people negatively flex mm-hmm. that I'm very turned off by it. I've mm-hmm. seen so many people using flex as a performance versus a celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, <gasps> get me out the pulpit! Oh shit! Oh my gosh! Yeah, yep. it's 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 been performative. Yeah, it's been for others. It hasn't been. It feels so good. So I want to show this moment. You flex like that. Yeah, this feels so good. I gotta share. Yeah, you're not like. Oh, this isn't that good, but I know people would love to be in my shoes. Flex. No. Some people, you know, I don't know why I sang that like Omarion. That was weird. <laughs> Speaking of Omarion, watch him as my husband in episode one of a Black Lady Sketch Show. Anyway, um, I think I've seen so many people do it performatively. Yeah. And I'm like, I know you're not having as good of a time as you're pretending to have. Yeah. I don't like this flex. It's it's corny. It's corny. It's corny. And to it's be sad. honest, I'm just not attracted to and I don't attract corny people. Yeah. So it's easier for me to say all the things I'm saying because the people around me aren't flexing in that way. Like I see I'm literally around some of the biggest stars daily. Yeah. And none of them have several chains. But none of them have roll roll whatever. I don't see Rolls Royce. I was gonna say Rolexes. Rolexes and Rolls Royce. All of that. All that. But you're around an abnormally grounded group. You're around one of the most grounded people in the game. So you have to understand 95% of people do not move like that. But see, I'm saying like even outside of that group, all the famous slash successful people that I do attract outside of like my main little group. Yeah. Even them. Wow. Like even like if we talk about Rhapsody, like she not flexing, but she's one of the most. Yeah. Highest acclaim. I feel like I just attract grounded people and we relate on the level of we did a good thing. Let's celebrate this. Or right now just doesn't feel good. I'm about to go lock myself in the room. I'm not coming out to shine. There's nothing to shine. Can't relate. I attract assholes, narcissists, losers, and people who think I'm impressed by goodies. They're like, sweetheart, you on that show, right? You ever seen a watch like this? I'm like... You or like, yeah, you know, I'm around all these hoes. FaceTime me. I'm like, why? Yeah. I attract people who are always just trying to prove themselves to me. I wish I attracted what you do. So maybe that's why our, our you know, opinions on this is different. Yeah. I remember one guy that I used to love, one of my little <laughs> flings, was trying to flirt with me the first time we met. And I had, you know, some extensions on my ponytail. And he was so caught up trying to impress me that he like... He didn't stutter it out, but, like, he he didn't mean to say it, but he was like, yeah, yeah, like, I- I'm going to buy you dinner and, like, I'm going to buy you a new ponytail. And I remember I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you my, my vagina inverted, I was like, wait, what? Then we went to dinner and he said, sorry about that ponytail line. I don't know why I said it. And I'm like... 
what look, the mister, fuck? you're fucking done yeah. here. You know who Wrapped it was, it too. You know who it was. And we brought it up at dinner. He said, I don't know why I said I'd buy you a new ponytail, because I had a long ponytail. I was like, first of all, that was good quality hair, you fucking asshole. That was so mean. He goes, I, I don't know why I said it. You look great. I said, that was weird. He was like, I just, I don't. I was like, oh, you were trying to impress me, and you thought by telling me you'd buy me. I don't fucking know. I attract what? weirdos. Maybe because I'm weird and I'm off, probably. But <laughs> damn, I'm going to buy you a new ponytail? I was like, what did I do, God, to deserve this? So, yeah, I'm always attracting people who think they need to show me their wealth in order to feel like they've <laughs> reserved their spot. And I just look at them so dumb. Like, you know, I say it all the time that men will be like, yeah, baby, and I just want to tell you. And I'll be like, who are you really? What yeah. is your real voice? And a man... <gasps> Oh, they shrink so quick when you say that. Oh, honey, you ain't never seen nothing like it. They just oh, fall oh, to the I ground. love, I love the test. Yeah, I'm made for the test. Yeah. I'm like, you gonna crumble? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, ew, who the fuck is this? Did yeah. your mama raise you? And they're like, wait, so you don't like uh? No, yachts, I don't. Yachts and big old gold chains no. that I could have bought a property with. I'm like, no, clown, show me an apartment building you bought. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, that stupid ass chain. You ain't making me hot and horny. Anyway, what's the next question, girl? Do you ever feel guilty for your success? Uh, for my success, no. Okay. For, because I earned that. Like I said, 600 auditions. Uh, I feel guilty for being born into such an easy life. Let me say. Wow. By easy, I mean... I have never starved for a week. I have never um, had a crazy disease or watched my family, you know, go through something just so immensely impossible to get out of. When I think of the fact that our spirits land wherever, mm -hmm. I feel sometimes guilty because mm -hmm. I look at certain people who never had a shot. And so mm, for me, okay. you know, when I look at, wow, I could have been born anywhere on this planet and maybe that just been my reality forever. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I feel guilty because, yes, I have had struggles in my life. I've di had difficulty. I've had debt. I've had heartbreak. But there has been nothing that is impossible to climb out of. Right. Most most Americans, for the most part, have had very great lives that you're mm -hmm. able to climb out of. Even being homeless in America is being better than being born some other places yeah, because you can true. at least dig in the trash and find a meal. It's true. I physically cannot imagine being born into hopelessness. And so I feel guilty being for that. Being born into war? Being born into war, being born into um, homelessness, being mm -hmm. born, you know, just imagine being Starvation. An, yeah, an infant on skid row. Like I can't imagine that. And so sometimes I feel a guilt for being born in a life where I had a chance, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm grateful for it. And that's why I, I honor having a chance by the work that I do. Like I always say, I love comedy because I feel like I was given such a beautiful life that the least I can do is make other people's easier. Mm -hmm. I, I love spreading laughter because I know a good life, you mm -hmm. know, and, and down to counting my blessings. God, I have all my fingers. I can move. I had an education. I had an education. Mm -hmm. Like I, I had a great teacher. I, I wasn't bullied. I had, I knew both of my parents. Like yeah. there's certain, once you start, start counting the blessings and really just look at the big fucking picture yeah. and you understand the life you could have been born into. Yeah. Um, I try to tap into gratitude, but there are a lot of times that I feel guilty. Is it success? No. Even if I did none of this, I would feel sometimes guilty. Like when I look at what's going on around the world, I'm like, damn, my soul landed 
here. Like, mm. I'm very blessed. And and so that's why I feel like it is a responsibility to walk into every room and just spread light. Like, I, I every person that sees me, I want you to feel a little bit better when you yeah. leave. And I, I live my life like that, you know? But, um, but yeah, as far as success, no, because I know I'm in a make-believe land. None of this is fucking real. Um, none of these wins are really real. Mm-hmm. If anything, what's real is somebody saying, yo... I listened to that podcast and I laughed so hard or I watched that show and I was mm-hmm. going through a breakup and it gave me a laugh. That's what's real. Yeah. So I don't feel guilty for success because I know that I'm spreading good, but I feel guilty for living a great life sometimes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't expect it I to didn't go that go deep. Here. <laughs> I'm about to beat you up because I told well, okay, you. Okay. Let me tell you this. Let me, let me answer the question. I struggle with feeling guilty for my success very often. Really? Yes, because you were born into an easy life. I wasn't. Yeah. And because I wasn't, I, at a very young age, I attracted the majority of the friends that I still have till this day. So what I was going through when I was running the streets, when I was on the bus, when I was in the jungles, when I was living that life... Them same people are still my friends till today. And I see where they're at in their lives right now. And I'm starting to notice that we're becoming Mm. so spiritually, mentally, everything and everything different. Mm -hmm. We are becoming so distant from each other different and it's, planets. Yeah, it's like it's it's hard to even have certain conversations anymore because I'm at the point now where I can't tolerate to hear how bad your life is because my life was just as bad if not worse and I made something from that. And so it's and 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 it's harsh of me. I know it is. Right. I'm, t- I'm about to be 27. Up till this point, I've been able to have those conversations. I've been able to have the conversation where I'm like, well, let's try this. Mm-hmm. I've been able to have the conversation where I'm like, I can set you up with somebody. You want to ha- you want a meeting? Right. You want, like, I can well, link you're, you. Well, you're providing solutions, so it's a whole different level of not being able to tolerate because you have the same combos. Ex- over, over and, and over and over. And then when I feel like you're, the thing is, though, Yes, I feel like you're not doing anything for yourself, but what makes me feel guilty is the fact that you feel like there's nothing you can do for yourself. When you're still in a better situation than most to be able to say, let me just quit this job and get another. Exactly. There's still opportunity. That's why I say, especially in America, there's opportunity on every fucking corner, even in the worst areas. You still... And that's that's friends, okay? Now let's get into family. Uh Uh-oh. I am the most successful person in my family on both sides, mother and dad. Wow. And I was listening to Nipsey earlier, and he says a line in, I think it's all get right or more or less. He says, broke people die slow and the rich get richer. And I thought about my dad, and I thought about my my aunt, and I thought about my grandma, and I thought about literally every single person in my family. And I was like, yo. Like, when they come to me and ask for money, yeah, I get a little, I won't say irritated, but my my guards come up. Because I'm like, mm. are they just using me? Do they really need it? Like, all of these questions come up. 
And I'm starting to understand how you just said, none of this shit matters. Mm -hmm. None of this shit fucking matters. Mm -hmm. Yes, I worked very fucking hard for my money, but is it mine essentially? No, not if I'm not giving it to the people who helped raise me. Not if I'm not providing and helping the people who provided and helped for me at one point. So... Yeah, I feel guilty often because I look at, like, my siblings, and I know that at the end of the night, they have to go home to their same environment, and I know that they're still in a toxic situation, and I know that they want success so bad, and I know that they're working so hard for it, Mm -hmm. but it's not overnight. And you're only one person, and you put in your 10,000 hours. That's what I'm saying. It's hard once you get there because you want everybody to come with you, but you're like, wait, would you have done what I did? Yeah. Would you have done the work even for no money? Yeah. Would you have been like, okay, they can only give you $50 a day, and everybody else is going to make $5,000. You still want to do it? I want the experience. Yeah. Would you still say yes? Yeah. And that's something and that's that you can't kind of, feel guilty. That's the kind of hustle we have, but you, st- but you still you get to this point yeah. where you go, fuck, I just wish they were up here with me so we could enjoy it together. Yeah. Because you do start to feel a little isolated. You do start to feel like everybody's thinking of you one way or treating you a certain way or yeah. praising you even. Mm-hmm. And it starts to get uncomfortable because you're just like, fuck, like, I wish that we could all be in the same place. And I yeah. know, like, even my dad, like, my dad's 52 and he still works 10-hour workdays. My mom's in her 40s. She still works 12-hour workdays. And I'm just like, I wish I – it's like this – it's a guilt of, yes, I wish you guys had it as well. I wish I – it's all kinds of different things that go through my mind. Sounds like but, also I wish I, I watched it get easier for you. They're still working just as hard. You know what I mean? It's like life has gotten easier for us. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But but it's difficult. Yeah, I that makes total fucking sense. I don't like the direction this episode (laughs) went in. First we're laughing about butts and getting all ones. And here we are, because you know what? You can't resist. Just please. Is talking about your accomplishments uncomfortable? Uh with people who know me. Let me rephrase that. With people I like. (laughs) (laughs) I know a lot of motherfuckers. Let me slow the fuck down. I'll go anywhere. And they're like, Sky, Sky. I'm like, shit. (laughs) With people I like who know what I've worked for and how hard I've gone, Mm -hmm. no. I'll tell you every fucking thing I'm doing because you know I earned it. With a stranger? Oh, my God. Let me tell a story. So I went to Mexico recently. I'm not going to tell you with who. Let your minds wander. So I'm in Mexico, and I'm sitting on the plane next to this kid, and he's telling me how he's a photographer. I'm like, really nice. He's like, I'm going to law school. I'm like, yeah, 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 really nice. He keeps wanting to talk, and he keeps pulling his mask down. I'm like, kid. So anyway, he's talking to me, and he's like, so what do you do? And I, I wanted to lie because I usually do. But I then do when too. you start the lie, they just keep going. Yeah, I usually, going. I, I steal your career. I say I'm a writer, but then I don't know if I do, <laughs> if I write cartoons or books. And then they say, let's see the book. So it's just the lies get sticky. So I'm like, let me just sound like I'm like, you know, an actress who's just getting started. So he's like, uh, so, you know. What do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm an actress. He's like, actress from L.A. Makes sense, makes sense. And in that moment, I did not want to share anything. Of course I, not. I did, But no, not of course not, because some people are like, yeah, if you actually turn on HBO Max, you're able. Oh, some yeah. people love that. I in don't. that moment, he goes, let me guess. How many followers do you have? You have over 10K. I'm like, uh. <laughs> 
Now the little cocky little bird on my shoulder was like, tell him multiply that times 20, bitch. But then in my head, I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, don't tell me you're verified. In that moment, I was like, it's done for you, baby. I'm not telling. I and said, why do they do that? Why do you do that? I was like, this conversation is so over. I just kept stuffing my face with Reese's Pieces, hoping he'd shut up and eating limon chips in the between. I'm like, fuck, I don't like discussing my career with strangers. I don't enjoy that thrill of, yeah. hold up, girl, you on TV? It, it doesn't do it for me. It makes me feel weird. Um, <laughs> One more story. There was a guy. I hope he's not listening. Oh, shit. I don't know how crazy he is. He might be listening. There was a guy that I met who knows, who knew nothing about me. Uh And I loved that. I was like, wow, you have nothing but my name. We Uh met in public. He knew nothing about me. He ended up finding my page and starts telling me all the things he found on it. And what I loved was that he knew nothing. The taste that it left in my mouth for him to start repeating things that I said on my social media immediately made me feel like the purity was lost. I'm shaking my head right now. I know, I know, I know. It's just rubbing me so wrong. It was so refreshing. I'm not fucking Beyonce. Let me, hold on, let me run that fucking back. They're like, bitch, you can go a lot of places. People don't know who you are. I'm not saying that. I I know I am, I'm just a small fish in a big pond, all right? All I'm saying is people naturally, especially if they're chasing a dream in LA, they're looking to network work 24 7 right so if you have any access to anything they treat you a little different than they would if they felt like you can't help them right so i enjoy meeting people that was so well articulated i blow myself away anyway i enjoy meeting people who know nothing about me because you can't have a weird intention because you know nothing so this interaction must be pure right because you know nothing Mm. versus you know a little something so it's a little pure because we might know the same person or you might want a little hook up with something I just, it was so pure and it went from so pure to me now feeling like you did research and that turned me off really bad. And I don't like discussing my career or my wins with strangers or people I don't know or people who don't know how hard I work to get there. It just, it turns me off so bad. I don't even know what to say. But if I was doing it for the wrong reasons, such as fame, Mm -hmm. I'd want to tell everybody. Yeah. Oh, by the way, do you have HBO? Because... And I know people like that. Yeah. I do. Or or somebody might, you know, I was talking to somebody and they mentioned a movie that my dad did. I could have easily been like, you want to know something crazy? Like, <laughs> like I hate people like that. Oh, my God. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, that is a tight movie. Or no, I was wor- I was wearing a shirt that was merch from this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, And yeah, he was yeah. like, how you know about that? And I was like, oh, it's one of my favorite movies. He's like, all right, youngin'. And I just kept it pushing. Yeah. I don't need to be like, you see that guy right there? That's my dad. <laughs> like, like that's my dad. Like, it's so annoying, no, you know? I you. But I get it. I, I once was that person when I was very young and I was the flex queen. And I was like, oh, yeah, everybody. I'm Sky Townsend. And I was like 15. I wanted them to ask those questions so mm. I could say that is my dad because I was getting worth out of feeling important. Yeah. I'm important when I'm in my house by my motherfucking self now. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to tell a stranger at the TSA, this is my dad. That's not going to tickle my pickle. Yeah, no. I hate. It's terrible. I hate talking about my accomplishments with anyone. It no oh. matter who it is. I don't want to talk to Mark about it. I don't want to talk to my dad about it. I don't want to talk oh. to nobody about it. Stranger, it don't matter. If a stranger comes up to me, they say, what's your name? I say Rainia, okay? <gasps> I don't even say my real name. <laughs> or like, I really want to be a poet. Let me tell you something. I'm on my fourth book. Can you imagine? I'd be like, I love poetry. Have you ever heard of, and it be so, Maya Angelou? <sighs> Like, I don't, I just never want to be, I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable. It makes me like, 
sticky. Sticky, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just don't. But also because most of my work is so personal that I yeah. just don't want to have a conversation about it <laughs> at all. At all. Just, like, leave me alone. I don't yeah. want to tell you what I do. When I am at the park with Umi, I'll get other moms asking me, like, so what do you do? I'll, oh, I'm a writer. They'll say, oh, what do you write? And I'm like, oh, God. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, God. That's you need to all, come like, up with a different career. You I need know. to just say. I need to come up with something really. Nothing exciting. No, nothing that's going to lead to more questions. Yeah. Like, Oh, I just, you know, make chocolate strawberries. They can only ask how much. You know, like, oh, so you dip it? I dip it. I put sprinkles. From scratch, vegan. They're going to ask millions of questions. Fuck, it's so annoying. Oh, my gosh. People suck. Stop talking to us. My last question. Yeah. I didn't mean that. I just, people really suck lately. (laughs) They're like, God, she's gotten so mean season two. Just people who suck don't talk to us. But great people, you're you're always welcome to talk to us. Sorry about that. Go in. Is there anything that you enjoy flexing that isn't material? Oh my god. Maybe there is. Well, is it flexing or sharing? Both. I like sharing voices and impressions. Oh, okay. I think it's fun. Or like when I nail somebody and I got down something they do, I can't wait to share them. Okay. Share it with them. Oh, you know, you you giggle like this, see? I love it. Or like with my mom, I told her, I said, you're such a character. She's like, no, because I'm I'm quiet and I'm shy. And I said, no, but when you're on the phone, you do this thing. Look. And I held my face like her and her hand like her. And, you know, I'm, I'm you know, she does this thing. And I told her and I did it and she was crying. She goes, that's me. And so I Wait, love... but do you have your mom's laugh down? Her big uh, laugh? Oh, I don't. It's so high pitched. You need to get that down. I, I, it's so high pitched. I just, Skyla, that is so disrespectful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I showed her that and she just giggled so much. So I, I guess the only thing I would love to flex is voices or impressions. It's oh, very okay. fun for me. I enjoy entertaining as well. Like, you know, the New York voice. I mean, it's just become such a special thing. Everyone yeah. loves when I talk like this and call them sweetheart. Like one of my friends comes over and she's like, just say it. I'm like, oh God, sweetheart, already? <laughs> And she loves hearing sweetheart. And I love sharing it with her, you know? But um, that's the only thing I, I can think of. But I do, oh, and I like flexing my grills. That's- okay. <laughs> that's material, but. Yeah. I like having gold on my dientes for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's about it, though. <laughs> um, what about you, sweetheart? Is there anything that isn't material that I like flexing? Not really. You I don't can't really think flex. Of, yeah, I can't think Our of Our pod, anything. do you like being like, check the pod? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. We I can, can barely just... get on IG Live and be like, y'all. <gasps> okay. Leave a comment. Leave a review. <laughs> well, I'll do it for the both of us. Do we have a challenge? We do. We do. Uh, one second, sweetheart. Do we? Oh, we don't. <laughs> I jumped the gun. I just double dutched over the gun. Flex. I think reflect. I think reflect on if you're flexing to celebrate mm-hmm. or flexing to perform. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's fine sharing the things that you love on your social media. Personally, I think a lot of this shit is corny. But uh, but I think if you're posting just to make others feel bad yeah. or you're posting to look like you're doing better than you are or you're posting for roots that you just know are not pure... Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. Because, like, 
everyone can tell and they're all probably talking about you and I don't know you in real life. So I can't be the friend to be like, yo, this is really embarrassing. Stop. Everyone's probably talking about you. So if you know the root sucks and you're like, God, I'm really heartbroken, but let me just go take a picture with my butt crack out on a yacht and hope that people believe I'm happy. They're probably like, look at this girl. You know, she's only on this yacht because she heartbroken. Just, you know, think about why you're posting, but it's okay to share your accomplishments It's okay to be like, you know, celebrating yourself. But I think if it's all performative and you know deep down that the root is not pure, Mm -hmm. just slow down. Watch them run with that too. Like, oh my God, she hates women. She said butt crack. (laughs) You can have your butt crack out. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Have your butt crack out if it makes you happy. Not because you're like, yeah, these bitches is going to hate on my butt crack out. Like, no, just do it because you're happy. You know? We don't have to perform for everybody. You don't have to flex on everybody to make them feel bad or look like you're living this great fucking life. If you're living your best life, post it. But just if the intention's a little iffy, most people are probably like, yo, look at this girl. Like, relax. Like, (laughs) it's just like, relax, you know? That's how I feel. But who am I? What the fuck do I know? Maybe I need to flex more. I don't fucking know. I don't know. (sighs) You drained me with this one. This has been another... Uh-huh. Wrap it up. Long, yep. complicated, mm-hmm. emotional. I almost got emotional, but I pulled myself in. I said, I stop it. Yeah. You Don't you mad. do it, Raina. Mm-hmm. You always fucking go there. Yeah. So I stopped myself for the grace of us <laughs> and others as well. Um, I'm <laughs> Raina. I'm tired. I'm just kidding. I'm Sky. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with another episode next week, y'all. Thanks for listening. She this girl. See ya. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.